um, at this time, I just want to say thank you for um, praying, but I want us to just pray again. As I just wanted to ask the Lord to um, pray as well. So, Father, we just come before you. Lord, your word says that the entrance of your word brings light. Lord, we just pray that there will be a transformation. And I pray, Lord, that the things that you want to do in each life here today, Lord, that you will do that, Lord. We just open up our hearts to your word so that there can be change. We thank you and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I just want to just welcome every one of you um, to once again to our service. In particular, anyone else who's been, um, if it's your first time, welcome to you. Um, we pray that you will continue to be blessed and um, encouraged. So today I want to um, complete what I've been speaking about um, over the past few weeks, which is um, getting ready for the Lord's return. Um, and I want to, you know, just really say that, you know, with this topic, it's, it's something which, um, you know, you hear about it so many times and um, there could be this thing where you just become numb to it. But I just want to encourage all of us, um, including myself, to, you know, really just, just embrace as much as you can because there's so many different areas of this, of this um, getting ready for the Lord. Um, and it's a day-by-day -day basis. And just as Lynette said, it's like, you know, we have to examine our hearts constantly continually um, and so I just want to really just touch um, over a few points and I will probably um, emphasize a few points that the, I feel that um, the Holy Spirit would like me to um, as we go over them so please just bear with us um, as we go through it but as we've been looking at these um, this topic, we've, we've, we've highlighted that when the Lord comes back, every eye is going to behold him. Every person in the universe, there's not going to be one place that you or I or anyone else will be able to hide. Um, and this, the scripture also says that when he comes back, how he's going to um, be judging us and he's not going to be judging us based upon um, our, our, our sins because our sins have been dealt with, but it's what we've done, what we've actually done with our lives. Um, certain sins obviously will be dealt with there and then, but certain sins would have been done um, in, in, the, in the past. And actually, um, our works are actually going to be tried with fire as it speaks about in the book of Corinthians. And the scripture says that um, we've been looking at um, in, in Luke chapter 12, which is like been our main scripture. Luke chapter 12 has been highlighted as one of the main scriptures in what we've been speaking about. And verse 35 to verse 40, and it's speaking about um, the area of 
the about about being awake and about being dressed and about keeping our light shining. And we spoke about um, how to, you know, how do you know if you're awake? Um, and then we spoke about different areas about um, if there is a lack of the fear of the Lord and a little sense of outrage over the godliness of society. And um, if you look at something that's um, filthy and you feel justified in doing that. And if, if there's like a little lack of concern for people going to hell, these are all signs of like where there is a spiritual sleep taking place. Um, and we then spoke about how we needed to be dressed and putting on, taking off and um, putting off lying and theft and cheating and hypocrisy and putting on Christ. And then we spoke about the the thing about shining our lights because these are, those were the three things that was speak spoken about um, in Luke chapter 12, keeping our lights shining bright um, and living our lives in such a way so that people can see Christ. Then we spoke about how we could get ready. And we spoke and we mentioned it. Uh, the number one aspect was that we shouldn't lose hope. And we said that, you know, in this world that we're in, a lot of people have lost hope. Some unfortunately have committed suicide because of it. And as I said, there was a young girl that I, we, we read about um, and she was just, I think it was like in the very early stages. And the reason why she committed suicide is because she was in this lockdown environment and she had lost hope. And we, we also said that in the media, there's so much discouragement. And so we, with that said, we have hope here as it's, as it's written in the book of Titus that when the one when Jesus comes back and will be revealed so we have someone who we can cling to who we can hold on to and so we have hope we also said in, in, in number two that to in this preparation and getting ready for the Lord's coming is that we're, we're to call upon the Lord and that we're to feed from his word, call upon the Lord and feed upon his word. And we said that when we're calling upon the Lord, it's not just um, shouting and, and, and yelling, and but it's just something that you pray and you cry from the heart to the Lord. And you, you give your entire heart to him. Because as it's written in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 12 to 14, it says that, you know, how we must seek him with, with all our hearts not part of our heart and when we truly do seek him when we truly do call upon him with our entire heart we will truly find him and then we mentioned about feeding of the word of god feeding of the word of god and we mentioned that man will not should not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of god and how we needed to also let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. It's these all, all of these things are really key and very important. And we, we want to just 
I just want to just mention this as well. With the word and the prayer life, we, we mention, we speak about these areas all the time. But truly, if someone's life is really under attack with their prayer life or with their word life, that is a true attack and is a real serious attack because that is the source and the life of the Christian. And whenever we see that there is an, a, a, any kind of attack in our prayer or our word life, then we need to do everything we can to get back to that place where we're feeding from the word of God and praying and communing with him. Because if we don't do that, we will die spiritually. And the enemy has a way of bringing deception to the hearts of men, to making them think that just because they go to church, just because they read a, a little scripture here or there, anything where you know in your heart, in your devotion, in your commitment to the Lord, where you know that you should be praying at this stage and you know, at this level as a believer. And I'm not saying that you must be praying five or 10 hours a day or even two hours. But what I'm saying is whatever commitment you know personally within your heart that you are not adhering to with him, then there is an, an, an attack where the enemy is coming and to wanting to take away that life. And I want to encourage you to really help ask the Lord to help you. And I just wanted to say this as well. Listen, the enemy has no respect to persons. It doesn't matter whether you're a pastor or you're a, a teacher or you're a youth worker. It doesn't matter who you are. He attacks anyone and anything that is seeking to bring glory to God. And we need to just call upon the Lord and ask him to help us. I know I've, I've certainly have because I've noticed that, wow, the enemy has been attacking me. So I've had to kind of fight back as, as best as I can. But not only that, but to acknowledge my sin before the Lord. Say, Lord, I've just been not, I've not been praying as I should be because and I've, I've not been feeding as I should be. And as you do that and as you call upon him, the Lord will strengthen you. And as you're open and honest and transparent before the Lord, he will be able to help you. So we also mentioned that in the area of watching and waiting for the Lord, to watch, we said, means to be awake and to be on guard so that we can see when sin is lying at the door. And we said that when Jesus, when Jesus actually died, was done before he actually died, he was praying in the garden. The scripture says how he prayed, he cried with tears unto him who was able to save him from death. So he offered up prayers and supplications with strong crimes because he did not want to disobey the father. And at times there will be things that will come our way that will seek to want us to yield or give ourselves into sin. But we need to do all we can in crying out to God saying, Lord, I want to live pure. I want to walk holy before you. Help me. Help me. Strengthen me. Father, I'm struggling here. Help me. 
help me, strengthen me so that I can walk in the right way. Then we moved on to the area of repentance and disobedience and asking the Lord for help, which is very closely related to what I've just said. But it was more in the area of where there was like an addiction or where there was like a habit that needed to be addressed and just asking the Lord to help you there. And then we moved on to number four, which was speaking about being faithful with the task or the assignment that he has given to you. You know, one of the areas that the Lord is wanting for us to be is faithful. Faithful in that which he has given us to do. Because it is written in the book of Matthew chapter 25 verse 21. He says that his Lord said to him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy, the joy of the Lord. And there may be something that the Lord has asked you to be faithful in. Maybe it's making a phone call to someone who, um, who just needs encouragement, just to give them a call weekly. Or maybe it was to, to give, certain, um, give a, a, a donation to a certain charity. But whatever it is that the Lord wants you to be faithful in, be consistent in doing that. Because in doing that, you truly will be rewarded in that thing. And we then moved on to number five. And we mentioned about how we need to reflect on our life and seek to address any area that we haven't, we've, where, we've not, where we've disobeyed um, we've not obeyed the Holy Spirit. So that's, again, very closely related to the above. But the other thing I wanted to mention about this area is that at times we go through things in life. And the things that we go through in life, you think that this is not the working of the Lord. But the Lord uses different things in our lives to work and to challenge us and to help mold us and to bring um, build character in us and so when the different things come our way that is seemingly like um, very uh, odd or very seemingly challenging I want us to as, as best as we can to say Lord help me to learn from this situation help and, and, and to don't sh um, shy away from it I I, I, seeming, I, I just seem to remember um, when lockdown initially happened, how it was very um, a very different environment. And I was, I, I think uh, Mel and I have mentioned it, but I remember in, in this office in particular, Mel and I was working here. And at times it was, it was a, a challenge because obviously we don't normally work together like that in, initially for the whole day. But by the grace of God, we, <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Uh, but it was, I'm just saying that to say, it really did help us to draw closer. And with the, these different things that come our way at times, whatever it is, whatever challenge that you may be facing or experiencing, don't shy away from it. And embrace whatever it is and ask the Lord to grant you strength. And so I believe we got up to number number six. 
um, and it was to encourage one another. So in 1 Thessalonians chapter um, 4, verse 15 to 18, it reads this. It says, well, I tell, tell this directly from, from the Lord, who are still living when the Lord returns, will not meet him ahead of those who have died. For the Lord will himself will come, come down from heaven with a commanding shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God. First, the believers who have died, who will rise from their graves, then together with them who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord forever. So encourage each other with these words. We, we ought to be encouraging this to remind each other that the Lord is coming back. And then number, number seven, is this, is to live as if today was your last day. Every single day we're to live like this. And in, in the book of Romans chapter 12 and verse 1, it says, And so, my dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by a changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Every single day, as we go about what we, whatever we are doing, we need to be mindful that Christ is coming. And so whatever we decide to do, we need to live as if it's, it's, it's like our, our last day, that just, Lord, is this what you want me to do? How shall I do it? Is this, is what I'm going to do here going to honor you? Are you happy with this, Lord? You know, the scripture says in the book of Romans, in um, Proverbs chapter three, um, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. That we should bring every single area, whatever it is that we are doing, whatever it is that we, we, we are planning to engage in, so that we know that he is involved because we need him involved in every step of the way. We need his direction. We need his guidance and we cannot do without him. The scripture also says how that is important in, in Mark chapter 13 verse 7 to 13, it reads this, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, 
but I but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't come immediately. Nation will go to go to war against nation, and the and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be earthquakes in many parts of the world, as well as famines. But this is only the first of the birth pain, pains, with more to come. When these things begin to happen, watch out, you'll be handed over to the local councils and beaten with the, in the synagogues. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers, but this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. For the good news first must first must be preached to all nations. Then you will be arrested and stand trial. And don't worry in advance about it because about what to say. Just say what God tells you at that time. For it is not you who will be speaking, but the Holy Spirit. A brother will betray uh, betray his brother to death. A father his will betray his child. And children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. And everyone will hate you because you are my followers. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And with these verses of scriptures, I want to also just point out this, that we need to keep on doing the work that Jesus has left us to do, which is sharing the good news, telling people about his coming, about his return, about him coming to um, wanting to save us from this earth, from the, the, the damnation that is to come. And the different ones who have the opportunity to come to Christ, we need to tell them. We need to share the great news of Jesus Christ. And so, it, and at times, it may feel that that is a challenge. And as the scripture says here, that how people will be persecuted. People are not going to like what we're going to be sharing. People are not going to be liking what we're going to be declaring and saying but as we do this god will honor us god will grant us the words to say and people will be saved and people will come to the knowledge of the truth and there will be opportunities for the the miraculous to be seen because i do believe that in these days these last days that we are in there will be confrontation of this of the power of god just like as it was for the, the prophets of old, when they were asked and to call down fire. And it will be that kind of scenario where the, the power of God will be demonstrated. But we need to be open. We need to be available. We need to be ready for him. We need to be tuned into him, calling upon him and asking him to come and change us to come and break us to come and move upon our hearts so that we can touch the lives of others as we seek 
to make ourselves available to him. The, the other aspect I believe that we need to help us in helping us to prepare for the Lord's coming is this. We need to ask the Lord to help us continually, help us with our motives and ensuring that our, our motives are right and pure before him as we seek to serve others. The scripture reads in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 12 to 14. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, with silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will, will receive a reward. Every single thing that we do for the Lord and every single thing that we seek to, um, every, any kind of service we do before the Lord, it's gonna, the scripture says here how it's going to be tested is going to be tried with fire. And we need to ensure that whatever we're doing, as we come before the Lord, we, we call to him, we say, Lord, is my motive pure? Is my motive right before him? Is my, is my heart right before you? As I do this different, this, 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 this task that you've given me to do, as I seek to serve you, Lord, is my heart right here, Lord? Have I, have I got um, a, a personal agenda to just look good, Lord? Or is this, is this pleasing what I'm doing? Have I got a pure heart before you? Father, please help me. And this is the kind of thing, the kind of heart that the Lord would have us to be crying out to him with. Because as, as the scripture says, that all of our works will be go, will go through the fire and it will be tested and it will be the things that will last are the things that will, will something that has a pure heart, a right heart. But the things that doesn't last is the things that where we sought to receive the glory and we sought to not, we didn't have a right heart and a right motive before him. And so we have to ensure that with all that we're doing and in all that we're saying, that there is a purity of heart and that our hearts are pure and, and right before him. Because as the scripture says, that with holiness, no man will see the Lord. And so with that, I've really finished everything that I've needed to do here today. And I want us to spend some time really just, I want to pray for different ones in different areas. And the first area I want to, to pray in is this. I want us to pray in the area of where you know you would like to give your heart to Christ 
you've not committed your heart to, to Jesus and you would like to commit your heart to him, you'd like to surrender your heart to Christ, I would like to pray for you. I would like to also pray for you if you are in the area that I mentioned about spiritual sleep or spiritual slumber. This, this area is, is, is not um, unbeknown to any of us. This has happened to so many of us, myself included. But I want to pray for you if you, are, you feel spiritually sleepy um, and there are things in your heart, in your life, that you just know that you've just, you've been complacent, you've been um, in slumber. I want to pray for you as well. And I want to also pray for you just to rededicate your hearts to the Lord. So if you would like to rededicate your heart to the Lord, then maybe it might be in the area of prayer and in the word, or it may be in the area of evangelism. Bring in that area of your heart to the Lord, asking him to just help you again in firing you up so that you can do the things you, you need to do. It might be um, to give a certain amount of money, again, that he has placed upon your heart. But whatever it is, I want to give you an opportunity today in preparing and getting your heart right and to rededicate and recommit your heart before the Lord. So I want us to just spend some time praying. I want us to just come before the Lord and let's cry out to him in that area. And then I'll give, I'll pray for the different ones um, accordingly. So Father, Shanda Kariara Bakuru Busun Toriara Kariara 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 Rusun Toriara Barubu Shukurubu Kusunduriara Barundu Rubukuriaraba Riki Boriara Bokuriara Bakurubu Kusuturiara Bakuriki Tiboriki Ribariara Barushi Boriara Barundori Kitiki Antaria Rabaria Ribari Kariaburubu Suturiara Bakariara Bakariara Bakaria Risoria Rabakushi Karia Rabaria Rabakoria Rabakaria Rabakaria Rabaka Suria Rabakurubushukurubukusurubukurubukush Sari Kiti Bushiki Burubusukuribukusaki Katukari Kataka Keboriburibukuri Karabakari Karikari Karikari Karikarika Mebori Karabashako Bukuri Katakari Karibushikari Katika Father, Father, we thank you today. Just want to know if there's anyone who would like to commit their hearts to the Lord. If that's yourself, if you could um, just indicate in the chat um, and um, I'll pray with you in that area. If there's no one, I want to just pray for those who have areas where um, there's been spiritual sleep and spiritual slumber, that the Lord will help you. Father, we just come before you today 
I just pray for your people, the different ones, Lord, who have responded in their hearts. Father, where spiritual sleep and slumber, Lord, has been um, taking place in their lives, in their hearts. Father, we just ask you, Lord, to help them, touch them. Father, we pray that you will help them in that area of sleep, oh Father, that you will empower them and strengthen them and help them to move in the way that they need to, Lord, and to operate and to do the things that you've called them to do. We break every work and every form of power of the enemy, and we pray for strength. We pray for your empowerment to come upon them so that they can walk and be and do all that they need to be for you. We pray in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we come and we bring before you those who wanted to just rededicate, recommit their lives, their hearts, their walk with you. Father, you see the different situations. You see the different things, Father, where people are wanting to rededicate, recommit their hearts, Lord. I pray, Father, firstly, that you will strengthen them. Father, that you will continue to help them and to move upon their hearts in such a way, Father, that, Lord, that they'll be ignited with your fire, ignited with your zeal, ignited with your spirit, Father, to do the things that you have asked them to do. Lord, we pray that you will have your way in every heart, in every life, in every individual. And Father, we pray that you will help us all of us, Lord, to be ready for your coming, that we'll be ready, Father, and, and um, fully alert and fully aware of the different things, Father, that we need to be um, aware of, so that, Lord, we can be, um, that we won't be caught out with any of the traps of the enemy. We pray, Father, for continued strength, and for your continued aid. And Father, we thank you today. And we pray that you will continue to have your way. Father, I commit everyone into your hands. We pray, Father, that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven, in every heart and in every life. And we thank you today. In the name of Jesus. Amen.